Welcome to uh, another edition of the podcast. It is uh, episode 21. It is May 23rd, 2020, and I got none other than Danny Diggler with me. And uh, we're going to bring it to you uh, live. And uh, let's give him a call and uh, get this party started. Here we go. Yo, yo. What's up, Parzy? What's up, brother? Not too much, man. So uh, you want me to start happy, this shit? Happy, happy, happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. So you want me to... St- you want me to start this out with what? You said some NBA star left his fucking fiance at his at the altar. Let, let, hey, no, let, let, let me let me let me uh, let me introduce the story, please. So the guy, this guy, I think his name's Stefan. Stefan. Stephen. Stefan. Stephen. Stephen Jackson. Jackson. So he played in the NBA many a years. Uh, he's since retired, and he he kept a lot of his money. He's getting married to this cute little gal he fell in love with, and uh, three months before he asked her to marry him and stuff, and they talked about it a lot, and she goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he wrote her prenup. He gave it to her three months prior to the wedding, and... Uh, so the story goes is that he asked her about it like a month later because now that's only two months till the wedding. And he's like, and she goes, I just haven't been able to get to it and stuff. And he goes, honey, all of the, all it needs is a signature. And she goes, yeah, well, I, you know, and, and she just kept postponing it, postponing it, postponing it. Every time he asked her, there's an excuse. And then it comes down to the wedding. Now at the wedding night, he's, Mr. Jackson spent four hundred grand on this wedding. One of his best men was Mike Bibby. Stefan Mar- Marbury, as I would I see, he DJed. Yeah. So check this out. So check this out. So he wanted to get married by his pastor, and she convinced him to get married by this other pastor. This pastor, the day of the wedding, comes in, and he goes, "Well, let's find these." You know, and he goes, well, she hasn't signed the prenup yet. And he goes, son, I think we're all equal. You know, you just got to put your hands in trust in God. And he goes, yeah, that's why God said get a prenup. Yeah, it says in quotes right here. I got the story in front of me. It says, God is telling me to put the pen in her hand and make her sign this goddamn prenup. End quotes. Jackson Mm -hmm. said. That's what God's. That's what God's telling me. So, God telling you and me two different things. Two different <laughs> and things. quote marks. Think, think about it. Think about this. Think about this. This guy was a successful NBA player. He knows a lot of guys that's gotten screwed out a lot of their money because divorce situation. So he figured he goes, "Hey, you weren't with me when I was in the gym." When I was working, when I was when I was working, working hard, what I was do, yeah. When I was, you weren't with me during that. I made a lot of money during that. I met you after that. I really, I really like you. I fell in love with you, 
if we get divorced, you're probably still going to get a million dollars, but you ain't getting half. And this greedy bitch waited to the end, and then she was going to say, like, oh, I'll sign it, I'll sign it. But you know what? You can't accept a signature in a state of duress because if you sign a contract in a state of emotional duress, it could get thrown out in court. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. No, no, that's exactly what happened. So he said he just left her. Mike Beebe went back up to the DJ booth, and as everybody was coming in, he played uh, Kanye West, Gold Digger. The topping on it, he still partied with all his friends. They went out, they had a good time. Two of the bridesmaids came, two of the bridesmaids came with him, and he hooked up with one of them, the, the groom. Really? Wait a minute. So she slept, yeah, you she, she, the whole- she slept with somebody else? No, he got he oh, he, he got a, he got a honeymoon. He got a honeymoon. Oh God! She just cried. She she wanted money. I mean, how do you think? How do you think you meet somebody that's better off than you? So we've been sa- we've, we've been sa- we've been saving that show after show after show after show guest after guest after guest. And you know what? And I want to tell you a story here. Uh, once we wrap this thing about uh you know stephen jack stephon jackson or stephen jackson whatever the fuck you want to be called uh, hey he's, he's still a single guy he's worth a lot of money just don't you can marry him just don't ask for half of it half of it if it hey, doesn't work out i, I ain't mad at you bro like i imagine bro i think he probably did the right thing because it sounds like to me what we've been trying to prove on this podcast the entire fucking time is it you know what he said you know what he said? What? He said Mike Beebe's, Mike Beebe's mother, his Mike Beebe's mother came up to him, grabbed his, him by the cheeks and put her <laughs> hands nice on his cheek and said, and looked at him and said, today you became a man. Oh. Because he, protect, because he protected himself. He protected himself. I don't think it's Mike Bibby. It, I think it, I'm looking at the article again. Hold on. No, it's his mother. But, but if it is Mike Bibby, like, I mean, I, I remember Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby was a fucking solid point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I say earlier? Uh, fucking someone who was the DJ? Yours? Oh, yeah, you said some other guy was the it DJ. It wasn't. It, it did, let's, let's not let, let's not, like, fucking split, you know. Let's not get get all mixed up over well, facts. Whoever the, the facts whoever are, Stephen Jackson. Oh, I see her picture. She's a little tiny girl. And compared to him, like, he is, like, fucking six. I don't know how tall. I'm just going to make a guess here. I'm just going to make a guess. <laughs> He's probably six, eight. She is, like, five foot four. So he's, like, a, you know what? He's the, a solid the, foot and a half the, taller than her. Yeah, but hey, hey, uh, he's smoking weed. No, yeah, in these pictures. <laughs> no, hey, trust me. I know you've been uh, drinking a lot of wine today, but the thing is, the smaller they no, are, not at all. The bigger, the bigger we are. I'm just saying, if girls are smaller, then all of a sudden, and you're a little bigger, you're bigger than most. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, like, there's, I've been saying this forever. 
I just had a very long conversation with my mother about this. But in every relationship, there's an alpha and a beta. And I'm like, yo, mom, if you want to be, you know, the beta in some fucking rich guy's world, just open your mouth, basically. And, uh, you know, if I want to be the alpha in some girl's world, I need to make a lot of money. You feel me? Nope, you lost me. <laughs> uh, there's no difference between a man making a shitload of money and a girl that's a super whore. We're talking about Republican and Democrats here. The right and the left. Alpha and beta. Logic and emotion. Like polar opposites of each other, right? So when well, I'm the thing is, my, the thing in my opinion is always going to happen is that men and women, there's none of these trans. I mean, if you want to be that, be, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. God bless us, America. You can claim what you can say. I'm a fried potato, and we're, we'll we'll agree with it. But we're going to be like, God damn, we wish those, you know. But the thing is, it's like it comes down to being a man and a woman. Somebody's got to take charge of the household. Someone's going to be the man. Every, someone's going to be the woman. Every, everything breaks down to a household. How happy do you want to be? Don't okay. Don't think about your household as a household chores you got to do, things you got to do. Maybe I can get the husband to plant a garden, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you think about your house as, hey, shit, it's not, it's not perfect, but we're happy. We're sitting here. We're hanging out, looking at our lawn that should be cut, but we're having a glass of wine. You know, I think people get too stressed. They want to impress somebody else down the street because they got a better yard. Totally. But, it's, it's like the whole keeping up with the Joneses thing. So... I got to tell you one thing. So I'm sitting in my living room. My mom's there and I've got this huge fucking whiteboard now. It's fucking huge. By the way, just for shits and giggles, um, we've had 48 plays in the past 24 hours. That's not bad for us being a couple of shithead podcasters. Hey, stop including yourself in that. We have a guest. Yeah, we do. We I love our guests. All of our guests are great. Like honestly, we've got even a deeper roster of guests that we haven't even brought on yet. Like I mean, we've got Manny who we've never brought on yet. Um, who else have we brought on? I mean, let's think about this for a second. Manny was my first one I could think of, but um, Happy Joe. Happy, happy jo Joe. Oh, Happy Joe would be great. Um, I think uh, a shaman, shaman, and uh, also Hernandez. Uh, Hernandez. Hernandez, we could bring on Poppy, but we'd need Hernandez and Poppy. They'd be on speakerphone at their, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, we could bring on. I can bring on as many people as we'd like. I, I haven't done. We haven't. We, got, done, we haven't done more than me, you, Merlo. and a friend. We have a friend named Merlot. <laughs> Merlot, Sean, the dude that dated my sister. He was catching raccoons the day we called him. Oh, Hobbsy. Hobbsy, yeah, furlough. You call him furlough? We could give him a call. He owes us he owes us an interview. So I mean shit, yeah, we need a follow up to the, the raccoons at least. I know. What happened to the raccoons? What happened to the coons? We need to know. Anybody know what happened to the coons? There's some baby coons up there and he was blocking the mama coon from trying to get back up. I mean, shit. Let's just let's just recap real quick. I'm I'm looking at the stats currently 
with uh, SoundCloud because that is where we host the podcast. But we are distributed on iTunes, uh, Spotify. Uh, I've got us on TuneIn, uh, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We're waiting to hear back from, see if they like us or not. I mean, it doesn't matter. Well, I, hey, I'll tell you what. Anybody who listened to us and, and enjoyed us for just a little bit, turn back in. We might be, might become a little better or worse. You never know. It is called the <laughs> exactly. It is called the yard. This episode is called the, called the yard sale Friday before Memorial Day. We're going to do it just just this one time. See how it goes. If you like it, this might be a weekly occurrence or maybe bi-weekly. I mean. I don't know. We're getting. I don't know, but we're going to see. It, this is the yard sale. Um, it's Memorial. Day, it's a Memorial Memorial Day rock, uh, uh, yard sale. This is what's what's happening. Well, dude, and what do we mean what by that? that? It's yard sale of emotions. Is what's happening. Well, what I'm also saying is that what are people doing right now? They were probably planning to go somewhere, and now they're stuck at home, and they're already starting their weekend because they know they don't have to go to work Monday, even if they have a job that's essential. Maybe. Hey, I'm going to just throw this out here. Real no, quick. this is the first. Can this I is throw- the first day, three day week we're getting while we're in quarantine. This could be amazing. Let me throw this out here real quick. We've got uh, our top cities in the past 30 days. Uh, number one is the Seattle area, probably because of Sex Club Jerry. Uh, number two is uh, Edmonds, Washington. That's kind of where I live, so maybe it's the ones that I maybe re-listen to. I listen to our I listen to our own podcast. I don't, I don't get any representation from Tacoma. You do. That's number three. Number three is Tacoma. And, How am I in third place? Yeah. Uh, here's some interesting ones, though. So we kind of figured Seattle, right. Edmonds, Tacoma, that'd be the, probably the top three. Our friends live there, and uh, you know that's the only people that we've really told about this podcast. But um, San Jose, Cal- California, uh, surprisingly, has listened to our shows at least 16 times. San Francisco, California. Uh, back to our old friends in Chilliwack, California. Or California, Canada, uh, that one fucking dude or woman in uh, Texas. Hey, do we got do we got a person in Am- Amsterdam still? Because that's where I want to go do a show. I think want to do a live show. I think with we a should. Table I think we in should. the red light district. Ooh, maybe we just advertise in that area and see who listens to our podcast. But we need to bring some content no. that makes sense to them. I would do it. I would pay for it, the the advertising to be dropped on Facebook or Instagram or whatever the fuck to make it happen on, you know, uh, you know, just get us some friends over there. I would love someone for us to put us up in Amsterdam. You know what I'm no, saying? No, they don't have to put us up. Yeah, I mean, they got to put us up. Come over a good time. I'd like to hang out, see the local culture. Put us up. Go do a podcast right in front of the red light district. Yeah, put, no, no. I heard they. I heard. I heard they uh, don't let the girls do what they used to do as much anymore. Well, whatever. Put us up. Feed us. Give us some drinks and um, a safe 
place to be. And Dickler and I will come out and we'll do a live show in Amsterdam as Americans and, uh, you know, just have a great time. But um, until then, fuck Amsterdam. <laughs> what? Nah. No, we got, we got. I bet you my, I bet you my great grandparents were around Amsterdam area. I got what? I got Czechoslovakian, Norwegian, German, and a little bit of Indian in me. A little bit more than a uh, Pocahontas. I think you should probably do one of those twenty-three and Me things because you never know how much everybody says they got Indian in them, and I don't even know. I mean, like, fuck, like my, you know my story, don't you? Or do you? No. Okay. So, I was born in 1983. Let me bring you back. I was born in... Back to the future. That's right about when... Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I remember those movies. You you, you were born when there were great movies and, and shoulder pads and fucking hairspray. Dude, you grew up at a great time. I was born in 1983. By two parents who decided to have sex with each other while they were attending the University of Oregon. My father and my mother took separate ways after college. Uh, one went to Alaska. One went to Denver. It was 1983. There was no internet. There was no money to pay for anything. They just thought that they broke up. However, my father got my mother pregnant. My mother is in Alaska. My father is at um, University of Colorado Technical Institute getting an engineering degree. My mother is in fucking Alaska at a cannery. She realizes after about five or six months that she's actually pregnant. She just thought she was getting fat. And... uh. Ends up having me as a child three months later. And she's like, holy shit, I was actually pregnant. And then my dad uh, had no idea about any of this shit until I was probably about one or two, maybe even three years old. I can't remember, but there was some letters that were sent back and forth and to wrong addresses and shit like that. And my mom's like, yeah, I don't want anybody to help me blah 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 anyways one of them was sent one of these crazy ass letters was sent to my grandmother who today is 96 years old by the way she yeah no my grandmother's fucking amazing so I mean bridging these my grandma made it to 99 tell your grandma it's a race Mm, it's erased Racist? Yeah, racist. my grandma lives. No, racist. my grandma. I was like, no, my, my grandma lived till ninety nine, and my mother asked her, and then nursing home, she goes, she goes, guy, you don't got too long till hundred, and she goes, I think I've seen enough. She wow. died within like a week. No, but tell your grandma to beat ninety nine. She could. She wants to live to one hundred and twenty, and she wants to write a book. But regardless, that's my dad's well, well, mother. And my, my mom's dad and my mom's mom are right around 80. So, uh, long story short is I didn't meet my biological father until I was like 21, 22. 
and I found him on the inter- yeah. I found him on the internet. He was a soccer coach uh, in some school down in Southern Oregon. He was like teaching a soccer girl soccer, girl soccer, and uh, did a little research on him. He'd won like several state championships with this girl soccer team, like this particular school. And uh, he is a genius on the soccer field, but um, they ended up moving to Hawaii. And when I contacted him, I found him. I found his email address for a, like a girls' soccer camp. So I emailed him like, yo, um, I'm not sure if you know who blah, blah, blah is, but maybe you went to the University of Oregon and maybe blah, blah, blah. And uh, that... That was the first email I sent to my dad, and I happened to nail him on the first fucking one. And he replies back, like, literally, like, this three-page pl- three letter about, like, he he knew immediately. So he's like, yep, that was me, blah, blah, blah. And he told me all about my great, my grandparents, he told me all about his sisters, he told me all about everything. But he lives in Hawaii, and we've established a relationship since then. And uh, to be honest with you, my dad is a fucking gangster, man. Like, he is, he's so fucking solid emotionally with me and my sister, who I have another sister. I have two sisters. I only thought I only had one, which is the one that my mom made with some other random crazy dude. But, um... Yeah, I've got two sisters. So what you're saying, what you're saying, what you're saying is your dad still lives in Hawaii. Oh yeah. You find out, you find out that you were like, uh, this is your father, and he kind of gives you the, hm, dude, he lives on one of the. How cool is that? Tommy, how I to mean, surf? Out of, out of everybody, paddleboard. Let, let's just let's just think. Your dad lived in like uh, a shitty state, like Kansas, or and you're like, oh. yeah. I'm not yeah. going to visit you, but you're like, oh, you live in Hawaii. Oh, I'll come like twice a year. Can I stay at your place? Worked out very is he well. Still Look, is he still single? No, he's not single. He's been married for, God, I don't know, I think since like 92-ish. So it's like, Does he still drink? No, he actually stopped drinking altogether, um, which... Smoke pot? Anything? Nope, doesn't smoke pot. You got pot. anything? He doesn't do anything. He's, Dude, he has nothing in common. You sure that's your dad? Uh, yeah, because he used to drink. He used to drink pretty heavy. And um, I will tell you what. He thinks that he is an alcoholic. He has been to alcohol, you know, the whole 12-step program thing. He, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, he's, he chews. He smoked pot. He's done... Uh, cocaine. He said when he was in high school, he used to mm-hmm. do cocaine before football practice. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so he was a little bit wilder than I was when I was in high school. But um, well, I will tell no you. Wonder you had, no wonder you had the genes to. Uh... To what? Oh, shit. Hold on a second, Danny. Got to plug you back in, brother. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. No, but what I was going to say is that you, the grappling king now, 
You know, my dad would have been um, an amazing wrestler. Actually, if you look at him versus me, like, he is definitely, I mean, he would be scary as fuck. Like, if you thought, if you think that I'm intimidating at all, which I'm definitely not, I mean, I'm like five fucking nine, and I weighed at my heaviest, like 180 pounds, and my lightest, like 145 pounds. If you find yeah. me, if you find me at five nine between any of those fucking weights, you're still looking at me like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You're not like a Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? But you look at my dad. He's like two ten, two twenty. Still about the same height, but he is built like a brick shit house. Like I am scared of my dad. However, he's the nicest. But he's like your dad. Your dad's. Did you guys ever get a DNA check? Yeah, we did. We did. We're ninety eight percent. We're ninety eight percent. Something like that. So there was two percent chance it was a milkman. There's no way, dude. I mean, I picked him out of the blue. I picked him out of the blue. There's no fucking way that I get ninety eight percent with someone I picked out of the blue. And cards, you're a researcher. You're you're a detective. You you might have called this case wrong. No, my da- my my dad's got this engineering mind, and I think I've got. You're like don't. You're like leave it alone. He lives in Hawaii, you bastard. No, I think I got his brain, but um, you know, I've got. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but like I think I'm 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 a, a awkward fifty fifty mix between these two people, and. Um, it's hard to figure out who you're, who you're like, but I but when I when I'm with at my dad's place in Hawaii, my my youngest sister's like, "You sound like dad," and I'm like, "What?" Well, so, so who would win in an arm wrestling contest between you and your dad? Probably my dad. <laughs> he's much stronger than what? I am. How old is How old is he? Uh, he's twenty years older than I am, so I'm thirty seven. He's fifty seven. Well, hey, little shout out to old man. Fucking just bringing it. I think little P ninety X. He's doing a little workout scenario. I'm telling you, man. He's probably got his own kettle. I'm telling. I'm, ta- I'm telling you, man. You and I decide to fuck him up in a bar. I'm pretty sure he would fuck both of us up at the same time. Well, no. So your dad, your dad takes care of himself. He, he does. He honestly works out, or. He, if he doesn't work out, he just lifts heavier shit. No, he does. He does work out, I and mean, we've worked out together like several times. Like, I mean, like, and I'm impressed. Like, he's like, does he do sweat yoga? Does he do what? Sweat yoga. I don't know about that, but um, he definitely does pull ups and push ups and fucking, you know, like some man ass shit in the garage. Like, I've done, I've done it with him. Like, I mean, he's a fucking beast. So you're saying he's old school. He d- likes the old school shit, and uh, to be honest with you, the old school if shit he, works. If he, if he, if he, if he might work out a little bit in the gym, but he's working more out in the garage. Well, we we every time I go out there, uh, it's pretty much a fucking given that we're going to do at least an hour in the garage three times a week when I'm out there. And I'm not sure well, if that... I'm not, flavor. He's got you for slave flavor. I'm not sure if he steps it up while I'm out there, or if... Um, that's just how he is. 
I'm pretty sure he steps it up a little bit. Would he run circles past you? Would he run circles around? No, 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 no. I'm much faster than him, but he, he's much stronger than I am. Let's put it that way. Like, I can do more repetitions of things, but he can definitely, like, lift a heavier load than I can. Even to this day. Like, he's much stronger what? than I am. He's the same height, but he's like, like a. He's like huge. A, he's huge. He's strong as. He's like fucking. Like muscle density. Yeah. Is he kind of like a chimpanzee? He's like a what? Chimpanzee. Yeah, he's like he, he's Kong more Kong? chimpanzee than I am for sure. Like I'm 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 a flexible like endurance type. You're of person. more like Bruce Lee. You're more like Bruce. I'm more Lee. like Bruce Lee. I'm more like Bruce Lee. My dad is more like Andre the Giant. He's just huge and like... Now, well, Andre the Giant was big. I mean, that guy was like pushing eight foot. I remember like, I was like, hey, dad, I've been doing this thing called Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I said, I want you to like just, you know, get in this position and I want you to like, I want to teach you something or I want to try something on you. And, he, and I tried it. And he was just like in such a fucking like strong position. Like I was like, no, 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 just like let me do it to you. <laughs> and he's like, what? He's like, so you put him in the submission mode? I tried, but like he was, he was like, you know, like trying to play the, you know, like super, you know, I'm in defensive mode in this position that you put me in. He wouldn't let me do it. And I was like, all right, well, um, just let me do it <laughs> and he's like okay and anyway i mean there's things about jujitsu where you've got to be strong and at the point in my career when i was trying to teach him this shit was like my first two or three years or something like that and it was not not happening to this type of man he's huge he's huge in a way that he's 220 pounds but he's also condensed in 220 pounds. That's like five foot eight, five foot nine. He's. I don't think he's quite five ten. I think we're both five nine. Your dad's like Sylvester Stallone in uh in in uh, over the top. Correct. Correct. He's got he's got that he's got that little body with the big old builds. That's a great movie, by the way. If anybody, you know, I was My looking. My father. What are, the best, what are the best '80s movies you've probably ever seen? My my father versus Sylvester Stallone would be actually be a good match. I think they would be similar. I think my dad really you're could you're be. You're talking him. about the Iron Stallion, though. The Iron Stallion. Now you're bringing Rocky Balboa. Into uh, it would be very interesting. However, 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 Adrian. I, my dad. I've seen him hit the bag. And he hits the bag kind of like a bitch. He he hits the bag in a way where I'm like, Jesus Christ! If you were ever in a like, like a, yeah, I was like, if you were ever in a real fight, like a real fight, Dad, you would get your ass kicked. I know you're a fucking strong motherfucker, like, and he is. Like, I mean, like if I was getting a tussle with my dad, I. It'd be interesting. I mean, I've got—I definitely have way more skill than him, and I'd probably prevail. But Jesus Christ, like if I would—you would have to—you'd have to get him on the ground. 
You'd have to get them on the ground. Yeah, well, I would, but like, I mean, yeah, but I watched them box too. I wouldn't mind standing with them either. You realize right now? We, you realize right now we're like, hey, just in case you get in a fight with your dad, you got to go to the ground. you got to go to the ground. Ground and pound. Ground and pound. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is a real thought in my mind, not with my, my actual dad. Do you worry about your dad kicking your ass? I've, got, I've gotten a fight with my, my actual um, stepfather, who you, you've met and I've actually introduced as my dad. I think we've even all played golf yeah. together. He's yes, I was confused a little bit earlier because I, I thought you told me your dad was not a good guy anymore. He's not. My stepfather is a piece of shit, and he's my closest sister's uh, father. So you know Kelly, and uh, that's her dad. Yeah. However, Trouble. he is a piece of shit, and I don't want to go into that, but uh, him and I actually got into a tussle. And he was sleeping. What's what, because he was a piece of shit? No, hear me out here. For, it's it's a very awkward story, but like I'll tell on the podcast. Why not? Um, he was sleeping, and at my house, and I had a two bedroom house. My sister was living with me, and for some reason, like he was like, quote unquote, put to bed in there. Like they're like just put him to bed. And they threw him in Kelly's room. And I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. And the next day, or the next, I don't know what, it it was definitely the next day. uh, They're like, hey, wake him up. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm like, hey, wake up. I'm trying to wake him up off Kelly's bed. And he looks at me and his eyes just like, opened up as wide as any eyes I've ever seen in my life. And he takes both hands and tries to wring them around my neck. Like, as hard as he could. And this guy's not... He's like a super athlete. Like, he's... he's well, what, that doesn't like to get woken up? Yeah, no, I was like, I was like, hey! And he, like, took both of his hands. First of all, he just... His eyes just, like, opened up. Like, as wide as sure. wide could be. And he's like, uh, and he took both of his hands and he tried to wring my neck. So I... Well, I would too if you were trying to wake me up like no, that. No, 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 no. This is the most aggressive wring your neck you've ever... I mean, like, try to kill you. Wring your neck. I mean... So you're stepping it up a level. You're stepping it up. Yeah, so, so I'm like, well, fuck this. And I was—I haven't been training. I've never trained jujitsu in my life. I—I had a little bit of wrestling in my background, but I um somehow, some way. I mean, he was still probably drunk. From, yeah. And I ended up putting him in this headlock position, and I squeezed his neck so fucking hard. I'm like, "Are we done? Are we done?" Are we done? And I kept saying that shit. And he eventually said yes. But dude, I was squeezing him to fucking kill him. Like, I mean, it was like the end of the world. You and I have gotten a tussle. But it wasn't like that. I mean, for me, it was like kill or be killed. Well, no, I'm a little... Well, hey, I'm not, I'm not your dad. I'm more like a brother that says, Hey, you hurt me, you bastard. 
I just want to. You broke my glasses. You broke my glasses. You son of a bitch. For you, I was just trying to like physically try, somehow try to tell you that you're fucking wrong. But you know what I mean. It was not right to even do that to begin with. But in this case, this is straight up self-defense. Your stepdad's trying to choke you. <laughs> so why did he do that? Do you have any idea? He was very, very embarrassed by it. And I mean, once I had him in headlock, I'm squeezing him, I'm squeezing him, I'm squeezing him, telling him like, hey, you know, are we done? Are we done? Are we done? And he tells me that um, he didn't remember anything. He barely remembered why he was in the that bed. And we were drinking a lot. And back then, he was playing pool with me a lot. And we were pretty close because we were playing pool, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm not sure why it all happened, to be honest with you. Um, I just think that it was a very strange situation where someone was really became an alcoholic and they just didn't remember where they were and maybe were having a dream that they woke up out of that maybe I forced. No, I could see that. Did you notice he was drinking more, though? Dude, after that... Like, his drinking went to another level after that. He was drinking, like, maybe... So he's just not a court-like guy, or, but, like, uh, he's drinking Oh, hard. God, no. No, he was drinking, like, um... It very, when, when we first started, I mean, to go real back, he was drinking um, Jack and Cokes, like, one. I'd just have a Jack. On the team? Yeah, I'll just have one Jack. I wasn't even taking the pool team yet. I was taking to tournaments, and I'm like, because I'll just have one Jack and Coke. I'm like, okay, I'll buy it for you, no problem. It's like fucking four fifty or whatever the fuck it was at the time. And um, you know, one turned into three, turned into uh, my my favorite place of going to all times was Earl's on the Ave in Seattle, and. Um, those were served, Earl. yeah, Earl's was served in pint glasses. I mean, like, it was literally like a fucking pint glass of Jack and like a splash of Coke for like the same price you would pay for a Jack and Coke anywhere in town. It's like four fifty. So he was drinking those and I was drinking those and it just got to a point where he was throwing them on my tab for no fucking apparent reason. And um, he was getting embarrassing. And I don't know. So he's turning into an embarrassed. He's turning into a friend that you bring to a bar that you're just like, I'm sorry. And then you have to have a talk with him. Well, he's talking about the, the size of the tits of the girls that are there. And they're like, you know, 20, 30 years younger than him. And I'm like, uh, you can't talk about Jen's tits anymore. You know, you can't talk about. She does. She, she does have the best and I've ever seen. You can't I mean, talk. You can't talk about Steph's tits anymore. You know, I mean, like, well, just don't do it. No problem. Maybe, maybe, maybe as guys, maybe as guys, you know, we talk about that outside the bar. Maybe while we're smoking cigarettes. Maybe why we're on the way home. But you don't say it to them right in front of their fucking face. Oh, he did that? All the time. All the time. Oh, well, that's a, that's a party foul. I was just going to say, because Jen 
Jen has like if 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 David Chappelle was still giving out those ribbons for you, <laughs> uh, he would get a ribbon. You know, I like Just, I like to break. And I, I know I know she's happily in a relationship. Or oh, whatever. she is. I don't, she she has I been mean, for a while. I think I mean, she's happy. But like, I mean, I I love those two as a couple. Her and um, her guy Tony. Tony's actually I'm better friends with Tony than him with Jen. God bless Tony's soul because his girlfriend has the best boobs in Seattle. Keep telling that because I'm sure Jen's attitude is not the best in Seattle. <laughs> I mean, well, no, I figure, I figure. Well, sorry, Jen. I, Jen, I love no, you. No, well, no, I'm just saying if you if you have a good looking girlfriend, sometimes she's a good looking I, girl. I had a good looking. I, I had a good looking girlfriend at one time, and when I noticed other guys paying attention to her and stuff, it made me a little more prouder. It made me, you know, just because maybe it was nice. Somebody was treating my girl nice, but I also knew when a guy did that, I was like, oh, you bastard. But I would always appreciate people being nice. And the thing is, we're all human. We don't know if you're hooked up with somebody else or anything, but if we see an attractive person, we're going to be like, wow. Yeah. Oh, I, shit. I, I know you're married. You, we're going to look for a ring. We're going to look for a lot of shit. But, you know. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't, don't know. I'm an idiot. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that um, you look for in a girl, and loyalty is definitely one of them. And, uh, you know, I was talking to my mom tonight. Like, I, I, dude, I cooked the best fucking steaks for my mom tonight. You have no idea. Like, they're ribeyes. They're fucking you, you huge. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm I'm a gangster at fucking, like, Angry and um, some of our other friends. I'm pretty good at cooking steaks. I don't think I ever cooked one steak when we lived together, but tell you what, man. Uh, Dude, yeah, I know. Fuck that guy. But um, the steaks I made tonight were ribeyes. I put them in Stubbs beef marinade. I dumped about a half a glass of wine on them, a bunch of garlic, some basil. Was that half a glass an accident? What? Was a half a glass of wine? No, on no, no. It was on purpose. It was on purpose. I was trying to get. I was trying to get those steaks drunk. Trying to get those ribeyes oh. drunk. Trying to get them, you know, ab- absorb the fucking goodness of the basil and the so, so garlic how, how and the you, stubs. How long did you cook these things? How long did you cook them? Well, this, this, I let them put in my marinade for about. 45 minutes right you know it's like it was a it was an evolution and then um you know i put them on this i actually put them on the grill so i put it on high and uh once it was on high i was ready to put the steaks on so i put them down to about half the heat and then i was like five five minutes each side and then i would come through each time i'd flip them throw the rest of my marinade fucking mix with the basil and shit and the garlic throw it on one yeah. side and then you know I'd flip it and then you know do the same thing on the other side and then for the end I'd flip it up to high 
and then do like three minutes each side. So like five minutes on medium, five minutes on medium with the you know the the blast, the bath of my marinade, which they've already been sitting in. And then um, yeah, I put it up on high, and then blast them for three minutes on each side, and they were the fucking tastiest steaks, dude. My mom was like, like. She just kept. Were you, get, were, you getting, were you were you getting stoned at any point during this cooking? You know, I need to get stoned. I'm willing to get stoned. I'm willing to get stoned. I shouldn't get stoned, but I'm willing to get stoned. No, say so you turn into a wino. You're not drinking anymore. You turn into this wino. Well, drinking wine is drinking. Is am I not right? Well, you tried to drown your marinade with fucking. You said you didn't I had to give it wine so that I could get the, the fucking. I was getting the beef drunk. As <laughs> getting the beef so drunk. So you cooked a good dinner. I'm just amazing. You cooked that good of a dinner, and you're not stoned at all. If I was stoned, if I was stoned, I would have made probably a better, better dish. To be honest with you. To be honest with you. You made a ribeye. How better of a dish could you make than a ribeye? You could have a ribeye with it was like two for one. That it, would be awesome. it was two for one at QFC. So I bought two fucking ribeyes. And you want to know the fucking formula? It's five, five, three, and three. You flip them, flip them, flip them, flip them every time. Five minutes, one side. High. I mean, I mean. It's on high to start. So, so, what do you, so what do you do yours at medium rare? Oh, I always try to go for medium rare. Always try to go for me, medium rare. Always. You know, I'm just... I, I need just a little blood. This, I'm this, sorry. I, I, heard with this, I, I heard with this Corona Festival we got going on, you should cook your meat all the way through. Man, fuck know. that shit. I mean, like, I've done the whole vegetarian <laughs> thing. I try to do the whole vegetarian thing. Man, you need steak in your life. You fucking need steak in your fucking life. Trust me on this shit. Like, all those fucking cows do is eat grass. Vegetarian diet, vegetarian diet, vegetarian diet. It goes into their fat ass bellies, and then we slaughter them and eat their meat. What that meat is, is condensed fucking protein from the good proteins that you get from grass that you get from a vegetarian diet and i'm telling you man you just can't eat steaks every day of your life you've got to eat them like either in very low percentages or once a week like a big ass steak like i ate today and that's okay for your digestive system because the worst part is is that beef beef fucks up your digestive system where if you eat grass like a fucking cow all day every day it does not fuck up your digestive system as much as eating meat because those motherfuckers don't eat meat they eat grass they eat hay so what you get out of a cow is condensed plant proteins from fucking hay and grass. And that's what's in your steak. 
And I'm tell you what, man, a ribeye ribeye steak with fucking those rounds of fucking those marbly looking fucking things. Ah, oh, delicious, dude. They're the best, and that's what we had tonight. We had ribeyes. How much marbling did you have? Dude, they were marbly as fuck. Super marbly. I picked them out myself. That's what makes it taste better. That's what makes it taste better. Yeah, because the mar the, those the the whiter parts, the marbly looking parts, that's fucking fat, and the fat absor- okay. the fat absorbs your fucking. I put Stubbs beef marinade on that shit. I put fucking half a glass of wine. I put like a shitload of fucking garlic and some basil in that and it became a sea of marinade and it turned out to be one of the best fucking things I've ever fucking tasted in the past six months hands down okay now let me ask you a question what would it take for you to become a vegetarian I have been a very vegetarian it wouldn't take much well how did you notice your uh, protein? I mean, you worked out a lot probably when you were doing vegetarian and stuff. Were you getting, were you cheating or did you never do cheated every now and then? Or? No, no, no. When I was a vegetarian doing what, it. What, 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 do you, what do you think about the vegetarian diet? So you and I, you when we lived together, we used to do chicken, rice, and vegetables Quite often, like almost every night. All the time. Oh, dude, put a little soy sauce on that. That's great shit. Yeah, I mean, it was up to you if you wanted to do the soy sauce or not. But like, if you wanted to go super clean about it, you went. I'd cook the rice separately in a pot. You'd cook the you cook the um, chicken in a little bit of olive oil and some water, and that'd be about. Sometimes, we, sometimes we baked it. Yeah, you bake it. You bake it like 20 minutes or so, like 20, maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then if we cook that rice, and then maybe I'd, on the stove, throw some greens or something like that. So we'd have like rice, greens, and chicken. And that was our dinner for like every night for like at least several months. Three, 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 four months. I mean, to survive the winter, I'm I'm pretty sure we went through like January. December through like remember, fucking April like that. I remember one time we cut up mushrooms in it and we did that mm-hmm. every now and then. We'd do it yeah. every now and then because it's like a delicacy. Oh, dude, mushrooms are but, delicacy. But the nice thing about that dish, you can throw the leftovers in the fridge. You can warm them up at like lunch or whatever. And if you want to add, you know, salt or Johnny's or soy sauce you can you can I mean, spice it you up could cook, you, could do, you could cook a whole bunch of that and just keep a lot in the fridge like eh, we're not gonna eat that not gonna eat that <laughs> well but, not tonight well I not mean, to, but i'm saying tonight though i mean i took those steaks to another level like you haven't you haven't been, what, ar- what been around talking? me when i was like the matt the homeless matt sweeney of fucking barbecue because that's who I learned. I learned from America's Guest and uh, Homeless Matt Sweeney how to barbecue, to be honest with you. 
those guys really taught me how to barbecue. And when I moved into my own place, I remember, I mean, I had a girl in Seattle and then um, it didn't work out. And then we ended up, I ended up moving somewhere else. And it was just my sister and I, and that's what we would do. I would barbecue literally every night. I'd go out to the bars and I would bring back, I'm like, yo, whoever was like, you know, in the groove, like, okay, everybody's having a good time here, blah, blah, blah. Yo, you guys want to come back to my place? Y'all throw into the Albertsons bill. Let's get some steaks. I got a grill. I got a propane grill. Let's fucking do this. And we would make fucking food. I'm telling you, man, five nights a week, I would be grilling steaks with random ass friends from the bar. Because that's what you do. Dude, it's the best fucking, is that not the life or what? No, I, hey, if I met enough people at the bar where I'm like, hey, come back over to my place, throw in some money, let's grill some steaks. My neighbors won't mind. It was a nightly thing. We can stay up till six, seven o'clock in the morning. It was a nightly thing. I did. I, I did it. I know, but I know. I can't believe you got away with it because I, I never had that opportunity. Like we lived together, and we never did shit like that because the bars that we went out well, to, you, the bars that we went out to, your, you, you did it on your own with that Simone group. That one no, 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 no. I'm no. Maybe, but like what I'm trying to say is like I lived in a place, I owned my own place, and I used to bring people back there in herds, I would say, you know, in groups of three to five. And we would go to the store first before 2 a.m., grab whatever beer, whatever wine we want to drink, and then lap up the steaks and the marinades that we needed to have ourselves the best dinner of our fucking lives. And that's what we do. I did that literally. I did that literally fucking five nights a week, Danny. So your skinny ass is all about the food. I used to be fat. remember, Remember our last podcast? You said, hey, what did you do when you moved into that apartment over in North Tacoma? I was like, oh, I stocked up one cabinet I turned it into a bar and then I put beer everywhere at the <laughs> you're bringing people back and having like a barbecue at like fucking total party at 3am I mean it was just us like grilling I love it I love it I love dude it. I, I did wish, I, I, I did it like four or five nights a week I we would have loved to hang out with you back then dude well, I mean, you wouldn't, you weren't willing to come up to fucking Seattle, you fucking pussy ass bitch. Like I, I had, I had owned my own house, owned my own house, and I don't think you ever came, not once. As no. good as good of friends as we are, you never came once. Matt you never invited me. Bullshit. Matt came. Never. You're full of shit. Matt. Matt came because I came down there. I came down there on birthday parties. I came down there for all sorts of other things. Listen, this is not a here nor there. 
but you never came to my fucking place. You piece of shit. You were engaged. You were infected with a coronavirus. I was not engaged. I was not. I was not. I was. That was the place where you had the pool table. No. No, 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 no. No. This is not the place I had the pool table. This is a place. This is a place I, my sister lived with me. Okay, we had a we had a we had a top we had a top floor condo. We had a top we had a top floor condo. Okay, we had top floor condo, and uh, we used to come down. At least I did. I came all the fucking way down to Top of Tacoma just to eat the steak ta- steak taco fucking nachos. With my girlfriend Mandy, who, with my girlfriend Mandy, who I met at the Swiss in Tacoma, and she lived in Auburn. However, all of that shit happened, and I remember even having sex with uh, my girlfriend Mandy on the fucking little porch, or sorry, the window seat thing, several times, and because uh, that was my bed bedroom. We're at, at the top. No, at your fucking house that I ended up living in. The window seat. Oh, I that oh, was yeah. that that was my sex room in Tacoma, and that's how I met Mandy. I remember Man- I, had to come, I, had to, I had to come down and get some water one time, and you guys thought I was taking pictures. Oh, whatever. Like Mandy ended up fucking um, moving into my place, and uh, you know we ended up. You guys be quiet, then. We ended up moving. Be, we yeah. ended up, we ended up moving to Los Angeles. That's how all that happened. It did. Yeah, I moved to L.A. and then when it, then we moved back. Her and hey, would I. You would her, you move to L.A. again right now? Would you move to L.A. right now? You know, my mom and I were talking about that shit tonight because I was cooking her food and she's like, "Well, you know, what kind of girl you want? What kind of girl? she narrowed it down?" She goes, and I said, "I said L.A., Austin, Texas, or." Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. That's where I would find my girl. And she goes, okay. she, she goes, you're, she you're goes, scrap all that, scrap all that, scrap all that, scrap all that, scrap all of that. She goes, Nashville, Tennessee. That's where you need to find your girl. You need a hometown girl that just fucking. And I'm like, damn, mom, you know me better than. God bless moms. Huh? God bless moms, because L.A. LA would have been, if you picked up a girl in L.A., uh, Yeah, it might be weird, but, like, I think... She would have a drug addiction. I I, I mean, typically in L.A. right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. I think that... Your mom's right. She went to the the first... She went to the country town and said... No, I agree with her a thousand percent. I think I need to go spend like a fucking year in Nashville, and then come back. Um, she goes like she she, 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 she goes. You're not you're not gonna you're not gonna live in Nashville, but you will live back in Washington, front going to one of these states that you've selected. And I selected like Austin, I selected L.A., and I selected Nashville. And she goes, you're gonna go to one of these places. And you're going to bring one of those girls back here. And I'm like, you're right. Because I don't want to live in Nashville. I don't want to live in... 
Austin. I don't want to live in L.A. I want to live right where the fuck where I'm at, and I want to introduce my well, girl. I want to I want to introduce my girl. Do you think you're a fisherman now and you can destroy your liver? Yes, yes, like, yes, 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 yes. Or do you think you got to put more work in No. No, I mean, you're just going to go drag her yes. back up all the borders. Yes. Wow. That's what's going to happen. Trust me on this. We're going to keep doing this podcast wherever the fuck I live. <laughs> You're going to keep living in Tacoma like a pussy like you have been for your entire life because you won't move to Seattle. I'll die here. No, you won't move to Seattle. And no, I would, if I was going to move anywhere You else, had opportunities. I, I would, no, I, I would move to Bandon Dune. I'd move to Bandon Dune. But, okay, whatever. Okay, to go play golf because, okay. Do it. Do it then. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I understand your situation, and I have empathy for that. But, so, like, you know what? You're going to be in Tacoma for the next three to fucking five, maybe ten years. Like, I'm just saying, like, you're that's where you're going to be. Yeah. And I love you, brother. Like, I mean, I can't wait for the day that you're actually fucking free because you're not. I mean, you're, you're free in a way. But I can't wait till you're free. I can't wait to say that I can say, hey, Diggler, let's go to fucking Nashville, Tennessee and talk some shit. Just not going to happen right now. We can go to Vegas. We can always go to Vegas. So, hey, we got it like fucking three minutes or one minute. I don't know. The music will start playing soon. I'll let you know when it happens. But, um... We're getting close to the end, and we've gone through very many topics on this podcast. Are you down to do maybe a second it's one? Called, it, it's called the it's called the yard sale for a reason. We were going to call it the it's SS, a it's a it's a two for one, but it's two for one. Yeah, here's the music. The fucking two for one Memorial Day weekend. That's we'll just call. Thanks for tuning in. We are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. We are on something called the fucking TuneIn Network. We are on. And we're gonna say peace out. So we're gonna call Danny back, and we're gonna do another one. I think, maybe. But uh, we're done for this one. So. Peace out, everybody. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Stopping on a dream. But I don't let it, let it get me down. Cause this fine old world, it keeps spinning around. I've been a puppet, a pawn.